1: I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Here's my favorite rant for the day, excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. Welcome back. Tom Harbin here with you and on the line with us, the great Joe Madison, my colleague on Sirius XM. He's on Sirius XM channel 126. Uh, the uh, Joe Madison Show, civil civil and human rights activist, JoeMadison dot com is the website. Madison Sirius XM is his Twitter handle. Uh, do I have all that right, Joe?
0: Yeah, uh, you know I'm just embarrassed. You keep saying the great. Uh, you know it, it. I think you're great. And I and I, and I appreciate it. You know I, I was sitting here uh, kind of watching some of my tweets come in and emails. And uh, I don't know. Do you get this a lot when you speak up against racism? Then people email you and tweet you and call you the racist. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, it's amazing. The, the, you yeah, yeah. And I think to myself all my life, adult life. I mean, all my life, I've been victim. Oh, you're not supposed to be a victim, but I have been. You know, my grandparents from Mississippi and 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 a victim of racism. My entire life, adult life, most of it spent politically with the NAACP on their board of directors, their political director, um, you know, going into South Sudan like we did, you know, Tom. All I mean, the, all you have to do is go look at the, is, is is just go on and look at the bio. I mean, Wikipedia. I mean, every now and then they get something wrong. Like I was, I found I was dead a few years ago. Oops. But I mean. You know, it, it, there's nothing there but fighting racism, and then you get folk who sit up here and then accuse you of being a racist when there's nothing in your background. Yeah, that speaks of of of, of special privilege or or, or 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 exploitation. Hell, man, I haven't exploited white people. Matter of fact, it's just just it's been just the just the opposite, and it. It just angers me, but we're in that kind of—I guess that—that—that that, that type of society. I—I I, I don't know. Someone called it. Uh, what's the term they use? Uh, cognitive dissonance.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I can tell man, you And that, if that's a lot of that's going around.
1: Oh yeah. Well, as a as a white kid who grew up in the '50s, when I and 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 uh, you know I I grew up in a, a lower middle class white suburb of Lansing, Michigan, and I didn't. I didn't know, I, I did not meet a black person until I was probably 13, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And, 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 but the pictures that I saw of black people, what I understood of black people on television was Amos and Andy. It was the, these cartoons with these uh, minstrel-like black people in them, the, the old uh, Warner Brothers cartoons and, and, and whatnot. Um, they, all of these stereotypes basically presented the notion that the white race was superior to the black race. And and, the, and that, that imprints, I got to tell you, Joe, that imprints on, on young white people. And it's a hell of a job to extract that crap out of the deep recesses of your psyche. So
0: let me, let me Tom, put this in, in, the, in, in the words that I have used For the last 10 years that nobody wants, I'm I'm probably going to have to, you know, write it in stone. And, And here's what I say, and this, in essence, is exactly what you just said. In America, and matter of fact, you can say globally, but in America, we are culturally conditioned to believe that white is superior and black is inferior. And the manifestation of that cultural conditioning is that black people in this country and globally are undervalued, underestimated, and marginalized. Now, I don't care who's listening to your show. They cannot deny that. Matter of fact, black people sometimes, often because of cultural conditioning, believe and accept their own inferiority. I mean it's it's we, we are all culturally conditioned and here's and what you just said is so true. Culture is the most difficult thing to change in human beings. I don't care where you live or what you or what you do. It is the most difficult. Like for example when, when Donald Trump said, and you proved the point, when Donald Trump said these s countries, Haiti and Africa, the continent of Africa, what was one, the first defense that folks said, number one, this will play great in his base, because right. they're culturally conditioned to believe that. Number two, what was the second thing they said? This is how people talk at bars, in fa- at family dinners. Well, let me tell you something and then and then I end up at a dinner where there's a former attorney general, a four star african american general uh, who is a nuclear scientist who went to a historically black uh, 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 college, Howard University, who ha- was in charge of uh, nuclear weapons and and if I would say that to people um and a and a you know they would they would say, "Oh no, that's not true if it, it it is you hit it, and we need to just be honest about this and but it's extremely difficult culture changes i mean we have changed there was look the reason black folk couldn't marry white folk wouldn't marry black people is because they believed they were inferior, and you know it took law it took social and uh it took Laws to change it. It took public policy to change this, and this is what King uh, talked about. You know, um, Africa was raped by Europe yep. for natural resources and human resources. Now, you know, countries in Africa, tribes in Africa had wars, but so did so did tribes and nations and on the continent of Europe. But but African nations didn't rape europe of natural resources matter of fact quite candidly that's one of the reasons they sailed from europe (laughs) was because of all the natural resources
1: search your gold This,
0: this is this is part of our culture and we were we were we were changing you know we were right there the election of barack obama broke down one major stereotype that a black man would never be the leader of a free world, even though King believed it would happen. Bobby Kennedy believed it would happen. He said so in a speech almost 40 years ago. And, 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 and we, were, we were at that point where we broke that aspect of that negative culture only to be snapped right back in it with a man who then said, ah, uh, He's not even, a, he's not legitimate. He's not an American. And that's how he got started to when Once again, he played to the cultural ignorance. Martin Luther King Jr., and I said it this morning, my favorite quote from Dr. King is not, I have a dream. He said the two most dangerous things on the planet are sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. And we are, we are in a time where people are suffering from both. And quite candidly, I think that's what President Trump suffers from. And one team member said, oh, he's not racist, he's just racially uninformed. Well, so, all right, so that would be sincere ignorance. But there are times when he has been conscientiously stupid, such as when it came to the, 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 the birth certificate, such as when it came to not um, accepting the fact that the, uh, the Central Park Five were innocent and, and even doubling uh, down on it. I mean, you know, marginalizing, um, you know, uh, uh, African-Americans, when you say to black people during the campaign, well, what do you have to lose? What are you talking about? What do we have to lose? We have a we have a lot that we've gained from the time Dr. King was alive to where we are now. We have all that to lose if we don't stay alert.
1: Yeah, the the Donald Trump's uh, quotes are being uh, cited as evidence of racism. Uh, His where he specifically speaks of race. I'm concerned about all the times his whole his he says. He believes in the racehorse theory of genetics, which is Ooh, that some people right. are genetically superior to others. That's the core of this whole problem. Right. That, 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 that's that, that the
0: whole genetic. That, that's exactly... You know, this is that, Woodrow Wilson. That, that, uh, that you know that somehow your bloodline, uh, your, your DNA, determines how high you will, will rise. So it, So explain to me how most of the... Um, uh african immigrants that come to the united states to live and to work have more advanced degrees than american citizens yeah. how it explained to me how, you, how haiti which happens to be the ancestral home of one of the great sociologists and thinkers of our time w.e.b. du bois explained to me how a former U.S. Attorney General, Eric Holder, who worked, who, 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 whose family is from what a Caribbean country? Oh, excuse me. And have we forgotten Colin Powell and yeah. where he came from? Yep. See, this is this is it is, you know. Um, and then somebody said, "Well, he's not." Uh, one of the King family members said, "Well, he's not racist." In the traditional sense. Now, yeah. stop for a
1: moment. Thank yeah, we hit, we're got hit. we hitting a break here. Uh, Joe Madison is with us, my colleague on C- SiriusXM, and we will be right back with more of our conversation with Joe here on Martin Luther King Day. You're listening to Tom Hartman. Visit TomHartman.com for audio and video archives. Right back. Check out JoeMadison.com, and you can tweet him at, where to go? At Madison SiriusXM. We'll be right back. And welcome back, Uh, Joe. We're in that that kind of middle period that I was telling you about before. What is the state of Martin Luther King's dream, Joe?
0: Yeah, I mean, I pause only because I'm trying to think of an Ah, answer.
1: I I thought maybe (laughs) you you didn't hear. I mean,
0: uh, first of all, um, I think uh, we need to go back. And put the slogan "I Have a Dream" aside, and look at what was that, look at the totality of that speech. You know the, the, the reason they you know they um, they chose the Lincoln Memorial instead to to stage that instead of the uh, Washington Monument was because Lincoln had had a dream. Lincoln had made a promise with and 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 that and so that almost a hundred years later, in King's speech, he said, "If you listen to that speech, the the you wrote a check, and he says that you wrote a check for our freedom. You wrote a check for justice. You wrote a check for opportunity for for former slaves who have now been freed." And when we went to cash that check, when we tried to get into colleges, when we tried to do banking, when we tried to own land, when we tried to be citizens, the check came back insufficient funds. That's why the Lincoln Memorial was chosen, and that was the essence of his speech. The I have a dream part was the climax to a sermon that, you know, most Baptist preachers would in, would engage in. That's why today we played the entire speech. And the I've been to a mountaintop speech. Wow. Uh, when you hear the entire speech, and not that slogan at the end, man, he talked about economic boycott. He said maybe we're going to have to start boycotting um uh, we're going to have to start boycotting Seal Test and Coca Cola, and and remember why he was in Memphis. He was in Memphis to support working people, like like uh, Martin the Third said today. Dr. King was talking about a livable wage over fifty years ago. Yep. fifty years ago, he brings it up in this in, in, in the speech. In in Memphis, here we can't even talk about. Uh, we can't even get a a, a fifteen dollar an hour wage. So I say to you, um, uh, that where the dream is, that for many the dream has been. People are living uh, the dream. The dream has been realized. But and I know, and this is what Republicans love to say: oh, unemployment. Is uh, it, among black folk, and you don't give the Trump credit. Uh, it, it's lower than it's ever have been. It didn't start with Trump. My goodness, this—you know—this was this, this, unemployment of, of the black community, and we, we, the Obama administration cut it in half. And you know, it's like you can't tell people anything. Uh, how many, how many African Americans? I'm from did you mentioned land. I'm from Detroit. How many black folk worked and got their opportunity to live the dream, live working in the automotive industry? Right?
1: Yeah, Joe. Joe, who, who
0: we're- saved the automotive industry?
1: Yeah, it was Barack Obama. You're right. We're hitting a break here. We'll be right back. Joe Madison with us. Stick around. Back. We're talking with Joe Madison. Uh, the G- the Joe Madison show on SiriusXM channel 126 is on from six to 10 a.m. and if you haven't if you haven't checked Joe's show out before please go out of your way to do so it's he's absolutely brilliant JoeMadison.com you can tweet him at Madison SiriusXM uh, Joe we're <laughs> in the last eight minutes here this this show is just flying by um, to to what extent do you see Geez how to, how to organize this question. How do you, th- how it, it, from what you're hearing from your listeners and what you're seeing and the folks that, you know, um, what, what kind of awakening? It, I, I, I know on the, on the hard right and the angry right and the racist right there, there is a, there's an awakening. It's like, Oh boy, we got our guy in and, and you know, uh, you know, we got our media and we got Fox and we got all this stuff. But what about the rest of the country? Do you, do, even in this hard time, do you think that we're moving forward?
0: Oh yes, oh yes. I mean, it, 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 you know, the, the, the emphatic answer to that, the short answer is, of course, we're uh, we we are moving forward. You know, and and I was with uh, some folk, to, some people the other day, and I said to them, uh, you know, we've seen this movie before you know we we saw look we uh, did we uh, we moved forward yeah look mean you take charlene hunter Gaunt, uh where you know george uh, she they almost riots took place because she Wanted to y- enroll in the University of Alabama. Well, if you watch the University of Alabama win that football game, trust me, they didn't have any problem letting black folk go <laughs> in that university, mm-hmm. um, and 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 most of them are very pleased that black people live there. Of course, we've moved forward. You know, I just I mentioned here. You you know uh, you you've got a you've got a, an, an African American who's president. Who would have dream my my parents and grandparents. Would never have dreamed that that would would have been possible. I mentioned the fact that you 've got a a, uh, a you know I met a four star general air force general um, but yes we 've moved forward. take though the white superintendent from the u s Air Force. oh man, go back and play that tape where i mean that recording where they had this episode that was really contrived about, you know, that was racist. Somebody planted some racist flyers or something. Would you have ever dreamt when you were growing up in Lansing that you would have had the superintendent of the United States Air Force bring all the cadets together and say, look, if you can't respect a person's different gender, you got to go. If you can't respect a person's different race, you got to go. And he went down that list. So the reality is that we have moved forward as individuals and because we have moved forward as individuals, our institutions have moved forward too we're just at a stage right now where there was a backlash you, you know I'm convinced and somebody mm-hmm. said this who wrote who writes much better than I do I think the young coach said this there would not be a Donald Trump if there had not been a Barack Obama yep. And I believe that. Yeah, I agree. This is a this is a backlash of a small group of people who are very vocal who by the way and I'll say it and I mean it and I've heard you say it on your show who are who are supported by conservative right wing talk radio. No ifs ands buts about it. I mean they that's that is their job and thank God for, like, Sirius XM and some other entities out here. But, but, but they are supportive. And look what happened when they thought that, when that President Trump was going soft on immigration. They jumped Trump like the racist jumped Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, they, and, they, and it's like they were all reading from the same playbook. And then he decided, I better, I better spring back so that I don't lose their support because if Donald Trump loses their support Tom he's through
1: yeah he's got nothing
0: he's got nothing i'm telling you he cuz the independents aren't going with this the, uh, the you know, there are conservative true conservative republicans who know that this man is has hijacked the republican uh party the the problem is that it's in Washington DC as you know it's all about power and arithmetic those who have the numbers usually control uh the power and folks are afraid to give up that uh to give up that power so what they do is they remain silent when they know that this is wrong so we to answer your question we have not come this far to go back to where uh Donald Trump is stuck. He suffers people talk about his mental state. He suffers from cognitive dissonance. And that and I will and and that's exactly what he's of. He thinks the world is still flat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and uh and white I mean, it's like he, yes, flat he's, and white. Yeah. And he thinks he
0: fails to realize that 75 percent of this planet are made up of people of color, which, by the way, we depend on from everything from the coffee we drink in the morning to the, the, the sheets we get in between at night. You folks ought to take off your shirt And look at the label and see where it came from. There you go. You know, it might have come from one of these asshole countries. And by the way, if it's such an asshole, you know, Joe, Joe, we're out of time. if, If Africa is such an asshole continent, then why did his wife move her company over there? There you go.
1: You're listening to Tom Hartman. It's Martin Luther King Day. Great show today. Our first hour, my colleague Joe Madison was on with us for the whole hour, talking about Martin Luther King Day. Uh, We had a debate with Joe Messina, conservative, defending Donald Trump on Martin Luther King Day, make our heads explode. Wayne Passell, the president of the United of the Humane Society of the United States, was with us about the organic label that the Trump administration wants to blow up, Uh, and uh, just an enormous amount of news and information. You can get all three hours of the program commercial free with a podcast at tomhartman.com. You can check out our free shorter podcasts on iTunes. Check out the program.